Thanks for joining us on the King Law Podcast, where we give you a lawyer's perspective on anything legal. Or not. From criminal law, personal injury, and trending legal topics, we're your back pocket legal guide. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Um, what are you, are you excited for Halloween? Do you like Halloween? Not yeah. as much as me, obviously. <laughs> there's, uh, we'll just say there's a, a large dragon in my house. Oh, okay. Who, who's very excited. Okay. Um, what's your favorite Halloween movie? your favorite Halloween movie? I do not like scary movies. So I'm more into like Halloween Town. Like I'm a millennial. Like Halloween Town well, is Disney. The first thing that <laughs> popped in my head was Freddy Krueger. That was, I don't know it was my favorite, but that's the one that sticks out the most. Yeah. I was so scared of Freddy Krueger. I mean, he's really? like, I was a little guy when that came out. And man, that, that was uh, very, very scary to me at okay. the time. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't, I've never seen it because I think it would freak me out. I don't know, but you know what is scary? Being liable. Going to jail. Yeah, <laughs> so let's uh, let's get into it. Um, all right, let's say if I scare someone and they have a heart attack, am I liable? I say no. Okay. And so what you're talking about is, is it reasonably foreseeable uh, that that injury occurs? And, you can scare some. The, the odds of that happening are not so good. Okay. Um, if you take a baseball bat and hit someone with a baseball bat, it's reasonably foreseeable that they're going to be injured, right? Mm -hmm. But if you scare someone, it's not likely that they have a heart attack. So I say you're okay. Scare Your opinion away. is no. Scare away. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what kind of fines and or charges can I get if I'm caught TPing or egging a house or a car, yep. which we don't recommend. You're, that's a crime. Uh, criminal mischief is probably what it is, or you know, it's trespass, even though you maybe can be on somebody's property for Halloween, it's not a trespass, but they haven't given you permission to do this type of thing. So I think at that point, it kind of revokes your right to be there, it becomes a trespass. Um, Probably depends on the situation. Yeah, criminal mischief is another thing that comes to mind, um, but that requires damaging somebody's property. Is, is well, like eggs ruin paint on cars. Sure. Right? So at that point, yes. Um, the th the thing that you don't want to do is go in somebody's house when you go. There's a lot of uh, when you hurt people or go into someone's home. The law is really in favor of that homeowner. So. If you go into somebody's house with the intent to commit a crime, like vandalize or take something, even though it might seem minor, it might seem like a holiday, that's really a burglary, and that's a very serious crime. Yeah. Um, so you, you don't want to go in people's houses. You don't want to take stuff from their garage. <laughs> right. Don't be stupid. Yeah. yeah. Halloween <laughs> is not a it's not a license to commit crimes. Yeah, it is not the purge. It is not like. Right. Have you seen that movie? No. You haven't? No. It's creepy. All right. Um, I, I did have a question. So you said a criminal mischief and then vandalism separately. When does something like that turn into vandalism? Well, vandalism kind of is criminal mischief. Um, <clears throat> criminal mischief is damaging somebody else's property, whether it's keying their car is the example you, you see yeah. quite a bit, or breaking their window, something like that would be criminal mischief. So 
presumably egging maybe doesn't hurt their house, but it could, um, or car or something like that. This next question is kind of interesting because we talk about if, you know, someone's going on your property and you know they're going to come onto your property, how to, you know, what, what your liability is and what you need to do. But in this circumstance, if you're not handing out candy on Halloween and your lights are off and basically indicating that you're not home um, and someone crosses the lawn or driveway and gets hurt, am I still liable? Yeah, this is a, a interesting area of the law is you... I guess in American society, there is a belief in the law that sometimes people come onto your property, even if they're not invited. Mm -hmm. And you can't have trap-like conditions, whether that's broken sidewalk, broken driveway, broken steps, um, you know, a hidden pond, something like that that people can fall into. Yeah. We have, the law assumes the fact that people will come onto your land and it needs to be reasonably safe. You can't say it's my land, so I buried a whole bunch of landmines. And if you come on my land and you get blown up, that's you're a trespasser and the proof is you're trespassing. That's not that's mm -hmm. not right. There's a famous case where somebody had what they call a spring gun. So they had a barn, somebody was breaking into their barn and uh, they got sick of the barn getting broken into. So they hooked up a gun and when you open the door, <sighs> The, the trigger pulled and, yeah. and shot the person. Oh my God. And they're like, look, he, this guy's, he's robbing my barn. Mm -hmm. And the court said, no, you can't do that. You can't shoot people. Uh, like um, two wrongs though. don't make a right. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So booby traps are illegal. Booby traps, don't do it. Just call the police. <laughs> <laughs> Get a surveillance camera. Um, uh, but, but even, you know, more likely than that, though, is people who are expecting trick-or-treaters and know there's kids in the neighborhood and know there's going to be kids out mm -hmm. general property maintenance um I, I would say the one we see all the time is broken steps broken yeah. hand have a handrail if you have steps things yeah. like that it can certainly lead to injury you got a lot of little kids out there uh, you, no, nobody wants to see any of these right little kids get hurt right i know at my house we have a lot of stairs and they're wooden and anytime it rains it's like slippery and i'm always like well, oh if God, somebody gets hurt, the here's the note. She's, she's definitely on Okay. No, we've like put the candy at the bottom before too, and things like that, just because I'm always nervous. Like someone's gonna get hurt and slip on it. It and it always seems to rain on Halloween. So, okay. What about like this hypothetical scenario? So, um, like we're talking about broken steps and things in the driveway. So you, you obviously maybe it just happened. Don't have time to fix it before Halloween. You put your caution tape up. What if somebody assumes that caution tape is just decoration? Well, then probably it just will make a good PI case. <laughs> yeah, sure. So it, you're talking about reasonable warnings. And, and it's an interesting fact pattern on Halloween because there's all these what's reasonable notice on Halloween might be different than any other day of the year. But block it put up wood so they can't go there. Like you you have the obligation to make your property safe. You have the, it's a non-delegable duty of a property owner to make sure that the property is safe. And um, we have this holiday that involves a lot of people coming on and off your property, mm -hmm. make it safe. So the next one's interesting. So obviously it's known that there's people outside walking around, kids, parents, whatever. You're in the street. What if 
you accidentally hit someone with your car because they're not properly lit. Yeah, and hopefully everybody's extra careful. I know, I'm always afraid to drive at night on Halloween. <laughs> I... Correct. Um, that's a unfortunate scenario. It's a pedestrian and... You're still so, liable. You still well, hit well, someone, I'm assuming. Well, in order to be liable, you have to have done something wrong, mm -hmm. right? So if, and unfortunately it happens where people that you can't see jump out from behind a parked car and they're mm -hmm. not paying attention, uh, whether it's Halloween or any other day, if the driver didn't do anything wrong, they're not necessarily liable. Okay. Uh, but there's, there is, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. That, yeah. that becomes a question of fact. It becomes a question of fact. Um, there's a thing in New York called contributory negligence so maybe the driver did something wrong but the person's dressed in black now did they contribute they're walking in the middle of the street they're not supposed to be in the middle of the street did they contribute mm -hmm. um, to their own injury that would be probably an argument that a defense attorney would make okay animals dogs cats um if your dog is, let's say, necessarily, it's usually nice and there's no problem, but then, you know, something happens, like, I don't know, someone tries to scare you at the door or whatever, and the dog bites the kid, what what do you do? Yeah. Uh, dangerous dog cases or any dog cases is, is a different type of law. It's called strict liability. And what the law in New York is, if you know an animal has a vicious propensity, that's the standard. Um, if the animal has a vicious propensity and it hurts somebody, it's it's strict liability. So say, for example, your dog has bit somebody in the past. Mm -hmm. You know the dog will bite people. You got the dog out. The dog comes to your defense, bites the kid. You're liable because that dog has a vicious propensity. Mm -hmm. uh, if the dog is always docile, so this is, you know, you get into that question is, does it have a vicious propensity or not? Mm -hmm. And that is something that we argue about all the time what is vicious the dog can have a vicious propensity and never bit somebody before because it barks at everybody bears its teeth yeah. chases has a problem with the postman there, there's a lot of different ways that we try to prove it but mm -hmm. it's yeah that, that's the general gist what, so it's probably just good practice to keep your animals out away from the trick-or-treaters yeah and just you never know and just common sense is the dogs are not used to trick-or-treaters. It's a day that, that they're never seen before. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of people that look weird. Yeah. It, you just if, don't if know. If you're not 100%, you're right. You never know. that. And so many of the kids, we do the trick-or-treating in the neighborhood, three, four, five, six years old. Mm -hmm. And we have plenty of dog bite cases involving little kids. I don't know what it is about the little kids that the, bothers the dogs. That, yeah. Um, and you get some horrible injuries, so. Yeah. All right, this next question I is interesting. It's kind of funny, but it's interesting. So haunted houses, haunted hay rides, you know, people are acting and they're trying to scare you. And I mean, there's such a thing as like fight or flight. So what if you don't freak out and your reaction is to react and you end up hurting someone, like one of the actors? Are you liable for their injuries? You want me to so, 
like, for example, I went to a haunted house the other day, and they had actors in the haunted house. You're in an enclosed space. You're walking through, and some of them would come up behind us without seeing, and they'd, like, slam on the wall and be really loud and scare us. So usually I'm a flight person, but say I turned around and I slammed them in the nose because I got so scared I broke their nose. So I think the question there is the legal analysis is going to involve some sort of assumption of the risk. Um, Sir, you in your day to day life assume certain risks involving certain activities, the most common of which is like playing sports, for example, say you join the rec basketball league, you're going up and down the court, guy screws up, you fall down, break your leg. Is the place, is the gym liable? No. Is the person you ran into liable? No. Even if they tripped you, it's the type of injury that's kind of assumed when you play basketball. So that would be the type of analysis that you would do involving this haunted house gone wrong injury, right? And mm -hmm. there's, there's going to be assumption of the risk both at by participating, by going, say you have a heart attack, right? Mm -hmm. you, you've, you know you're going to get scared. You have a heart attack. Okay, that, that there's probably not a lot you can do about that. Um, it's probably the same on the other end, on the actor's end. Correct. You're assuming you're scaring people. What do you think right, you're scared. Yeah, <laughs> and and then you talk about a spectrum, right? So it would not be, say the the actor scared you and you didn't like how they acted and you pulled out a gun and shot them you didn't assume the risk of being shot, right? You, right. You, right. So we know that's not okay. Um, say the guy says something that you find to be offensive and you push them. You know, he's not hurt, but say, you know, so he gets hurt. Is that assumption of the risk? I don't know. That's Definitely be something if you're an actor to look into the employment contract too. Um, what about like a situation in a haunted house where, so the one I went to was a no touch one, like they weren't allowed to grab you or touch you. What if one of the actors accidentally does do that? They grab onto your shoulder and they, you were told beforehand they wouldn't do that and they're grabbing you to scare you. And Yeah, so when we're looking at the law, we're, we're kind of always looking for three things. Did somebody do something wrong? Did that person owe you anything right did you have did they have a duty to act reasonable to you and did it cause an injury and if somebody grabs you so yeah maybe they violated the contract but what's the value you know mm -hmm. what's the injury so someone put their hand on you and you don't like that what do you want me to do about it that's the, what i would mm -hmm. say now if you know, whatever that, that led to some, some type of harm, right? Mm -hmm. They poked your eye and you lost vision in one of your eyes. Well, now you're, now you're out of eyeball. Now you have an injury. Now you're out of eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They'll save that for next year's decoration. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to skip. <laughs> they give you a job as an actor as well. Yeah. One-eyed one Willie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to skip the next two questions. I, I, I think we can get better ones. Trespassing, let's ch chat about that because who doesn't love to go into a cemetery at night? I, I Bad idea. Don't break the law. Free, <laughs> free, free legal advice. Or like don't abandoned break the law. haunted house, like haunted houses. Yeah, don't break the law. It's not, it's, it's Halloween. Not it. Halloween's supposed to be fun. Mm -hmm. Don't break the law. Yeah. I, I mean, that's as uh, yeah. the best legal advice I could give you. 
Um, so, like, what if, because um, some abandoned houses are owned by private owners, um, like, what could they, like, obviously they can charge them trespassing and... Trespassing, yep. Criminal mischief for damaging the property. Yeah. Um, one, one of the big problems is taking stuff from abandoned houses, sometimes copper pipe, sometimes right. it's fixtures, whatever it is. It's still stealing. The, the house is not yours. You can't have it. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, and lastly, if I get stabbed by Mike Myers, like, what are my next steps? <laughs> Who's Mike Myers stabbing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't remember the actress's name in that movie. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I ever saw. I'm really not a scary movie person. <laughs> well, I've never seen Halloween either, but I've seen of it. So, yeah, like ghost stuff, I'm cool with. But if it becomes like like murderers and like demonic stuff, I'm like no thanks. No, I'm the opposite. I can't do paranormal, oh, I but love, I can do the slashers. I like ghost stuff like Ghost Hunters was my favorite go-to. And yeah, so, I loved it. I want to go on one. I want to go on a ghost hunt. My so. teacher in college was a ghost hunter, really? and he did it with the cast of Hamilton. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> I like that. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else you want to contribute to our Halloween episode? No. Thanks for being a good sport. Yeah. I made you do this. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that was good. Thanks. That concludes this episode of the King Law Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe and check out our socials at King Law Attorneys. And if you've happened to have been injured or charged with a crime, now you know who to call. King Law. Take charge.